Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Michael Marino, Chief of IS Operations and Clinical Systems at Providence St. Joseph Health. In this segment, Dr. Marino talks about the experience of going from a large health system to a mega health system, how being an early user of Meditech CPOE helped catapult him to a leadership role, and the challenges he faced in going from CMO to CMIO. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. So for a little bit of uh, background on you, you have been with St. Joseph since June of 2012? I have been at the system office since June of 2012. I've been with St. Joseph since 1997. Oh, okay. So 20 years this spring. Okay. And... In terms of uh, the merger between uh, St. Joseph and Providence, um, obviously this, this is a big one, <laughs> becoming the, the third largest nonprofit system in, in the U.S. And when did this actually become official? The merger became official last July. Okay. So from your perspective, what has it been like to go from what was already a large organization to uh, a larger organization, just in terms of, of all the change yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's an exciting time. It's also a little confusing. You know, I think the difficulty, as you just described, St. Joe's in isolation was a fair size organization. Providence is almost 2x that. And just taking the time to build relationships with counterparts and being able to debrief what it's like, right? I mean, so much of work gets done, you know, with institutional memory or people trying to delegate things out and trying to be able to unpack that and paint a picture for your counterparts so that you can understand what St. Joe's is like, what Providence Health and Services is like, and then how do we map to new Providence St. Joseph Health? Yeah. Um, take some time. Right. Right. And now, so at this point, in terms of the, the IT governance structure, how is that set up? Is there a CIO across the organization? It, it's still evolving. As of the end of December last year, Janice Newell, who was the Providence Health and Services CIO, is officially the CIO of the entire organization. Mm-hmm. And then my title was changed from CMIO, CIO, to Chief of IS Operations and Clinical Systems for St. Joseph Health within Providence St. Joseph Health. Okay. And so what does that entail uh, as far as your role? Uh, A big title change and not a lot of change day-to-day. I'm still responsible day-to-day for all of IT and all of clinical informatics for St. Joe's. Mm-hmm. Okay. So really that was just more of uh, the evolution of uh, becoming a big system, bigger. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Now, what is your, your uh, relationship with Janice? Is she somebody that you, you speak to very often, or does it kind of depend on what's going on? We usually talk uh, one-on-one once a week, and then um, the teams have been working together to try to map what the new organization looks like, so lots of meetings. Right. Providence internally was on a journey to be more system-like, so they have a lot of new governance structures. As St. Joe's comes alongside, it's how do we incorporate structures, what do we learn from each other, 
The difficulty in an organization this big with this many spokes is how do you make sure you know what's going on so you're not wasting time and wasting money? Right. So. And I can imagine that this really is, is a long process and one that, that certainly started before July. Just as far as, as getting these two IT departments to, to be more on the same page. And, and can you talk about what the approach was to kind of have some cohesiveness there? Yeah. So we started the dialogue probably, we're coming up on just over a year. So the first combined meeting of the two teams from a leadership standpoint was last February. Okay. Uh, and we, you know, we spent time probably a day and a half, I think, in an airport hotel in Seattle, trying to explain how we do things. You know, and org structures are always interesting because part of them are by design and part of them are related to personalities, right? Right, right. Any org structure you look at, you go, oh, half of what you do makes sense. How did you get these other pieces? (laughs) Because you stepped up and you did a good job and you got handed to them, so they may not match what your core functions are. So a lot of time, one, getting to know each other so that people felt comfortable, and a lot of time trying to map out, you know, we do this, we have this governance structure, we have that governance structure. And I think other than we use different applications, Provident is an EPIC facility historically, and they have EPIC with almost 100% penetration, even though it's not all the same instances. St. Joe's historically has been Meditech inpatient, going way back, and all scripts outpatient, at least in the integrated medical groups. So there's that difference of application, but when you're talking to your colleagues, you know, people are dealing with the same issues. Yeah. Healthcare IT is healthcare IT from a problem standpoint. Solutions may be different, but everybody's dealing with the same issues. Right. So I guess the million-dollar question is, is there a long-term plan to get everyone on the same system? That is certainly in the works. Initially, when we were coming together, it was, you know, there's no need to rip and replace. I think when you start to look at how you bring data together, how you look at synergies with teams, we have started the due diligence to look like what it would be to move St. Joseph Health to Epic. As of now, um, the hospitals that fall under St. Joseph, are there different instances of Meditech? Uh, no, great question. So um, historically, St. Joe's had nine different versions of Meditech or instances. You mentioned that I came to the system office in 12. That's why I came to the system office. Okay. Uh, leadership had made a decision to go to one version of Meditech, and I was at that time CMO at one of the hospitals okay. and had informatics reporting to me and had the rare distinction to have been the first physician within the St. Joseph Health System to put something in a CPOE order within Meditech. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so my great claim to fame is my fault. I started it. Um, <laughs> so I came to the system office. We built a, a team. We looked at different options of going to one version of Meditech and settled on Meditech has something called Meditech CMS, which is corporate management software. So you can have one code base and then different databases. So we have one code for Meditech and three regional databases. And then when you go to the facility level, you know, we have different order bulls, different provider dictionaries, different room dictionaries, but it's all one code set. And we're pretty standard across the system. Nursing does everything the same way. Pharmacy all happens, you know, 
people may have slightly different medications because that's what's available in the marketplace or small hospitals don't do MRAs and you know you have different doctors but really spend a lot of time working to a standard which will make it easier to migrate to an EPIC because EPIC is a very standard system and the way Providence has it deployed is as standard as they can possibly be in the current place in the journey. Okay. And then have there been upgrades since then? Yeah. I mean, we, we've done this standard code upgrade. So we're on the latest version of client server. We're not on Meditech 61X, which is their new web-based platform, because that would have been a different leap. Yeah. But yeah, we keep Meditech up to date. Okay. So you went from CMO at the one hospital to, to this role. And was that something that you wanted to pursue, or did the chips just kind of fall a certain way? Yeah, you know, it's a funny story. So I did want to move up in the world. Um, I didn't necessarily want to be um, the CMIO at the time, but we're actively having conversations about a system leadership role, and the then CMIO left, and Deborah Crocker, the CEO at the time, called me and said, can you go out to lunch? And I said, sure. Mm -hmm. She said, you know about computers, right? And I said, yes, ma'am. I mean, it's one of the things I'm responsible for, you know, and I kind of reminded her of the history. And she said, do you want to be CMIO? We need this person for this big initiative. And I said, uh, sure. And the rest is history. <laughs> exactly. So obviously you had the knowledge base, but was it something where it was a bit of a learning curve to, to adjust to that role? Yeah, I mean, I, I think anytime you change roles, it's a learning curve, even if you have the tool set to get the job done. Mm -hmm. We talked about, I've been in within the St. Joe's organization for 20 years, so I, I knew people across the system for different reasons. Right. It's a much different role when you're coming and, you know, not comparing how you do quality at your ministry with somebody who does quality at the other ministry, but you're going to say, we're here to standardize your EHR. Right. So it was great to have a lot of relationships. A fair amount of those got strained in the process. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay. But, but I would imagine that having so much experience as a physician did serve you well, or hopefully does serve you well. Yeah, I, I think when you look at physician executives, and this is just my view of the world, there are two kinds. There are people who are physicians and great leaders and just kind of do their work by influence. And then they're the other bucket. I put myself in the other bucket. So when I moved into leadership, I got board certified in, as a physician executive, and that didn't seem quite enough. So I went and got an MBA, and that was nice, but there's still gaps. So when board certification for clinical informatics came around, went and studied all that stuff and got board certified. I think if you're going to be a, a true leader in an organization, you can never stop learning and you need to constantly be adding things to the toolbox. Right, right. And obviously there's, there's a different way of leading going from CMO to CMIO. And is that something where you just kind of had to learn as you go, just as far as, like you said, the, the interactions being different with physicians? Yeah. I mean, I, I think having, you know, core leadership attributes or experience helps, but it's a constantly evolving process. Right. And then, you know, the more you lean out of the clinical realm into the technical space, you have to tread lightly. And But leadership skills are, are leadership skills or business skills are, 
you know, are adaptable. You see lots of people leading different things and it may not be their core expertise. Mm -hmm. You know, we have people leading hospitals all over the United States that aren't clinical, right? Right. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.